What's up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation, hosted by myself, Finn, and your boy, Adler. Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing? We hope that you guys are doing well, as you guys have, I'm sure, had a fantastic, and we hope you had a fantastic uh, Christmas, a Christmas Eve, and spending time with your family and enjoying, you know, the, the, the jolly times, the, t- the cheers, the, 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 the presents under the tree, and uh, we just hope that you guys are doing really, really well on this wonderful Monday, if you're listening and tuning in today. Um, you know what? And Finn, I just want to just add on, and this is probably the most important thing. This sure. is the very last Monday of the year. Oh my gosh, so that is crazy. That means that this is the very last time you get to listen to us in 2021. And we appreciate the fact that you're taking the time to sit in today to listen to I think a pretty uh, interesting episode today, um, and we're gonna have a lot of fun and kind of just we're gonna get a little we're gonna get a little risky, risky. <laughs> a little risky. Well, you know, before we actually jump into the complete conversation today, before we really get rolling, I actually want to share something, and it, it's I'm glad that you brought up the fact that we are going into 2022. I actually want to share some st- uh, some statistics with you guys. All right, that kind of gives you guys a. Uh, an idea of what kind of growth we're doing here at the Best Nation Let's because of you guys. Let's hear it. So starting the start of the year, we were just like under 3,000 listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in a, a few less countries and states. So finishing off and capping off 2021, we have reached a little over 5,000 active listeners. Okay. We have gone from, I think, the three to four major platforms actually now to about six to 10 platforms. 10 platforms were available. And then also, yeah, that's right. We also have a website that's actively going. So if you guys want to visit that, it's uh, tbynworldwide.com. You could also purchase um, our world-renowned coffee. That's right. Um, We speak that into existence because we don't just give you just regular um, washed or overwashed beans. We give you that fresh, that natural, that good, clean energy. Something that um, can keep you through your whole entire day, but also it's good for the body. And I'm speaking, I've had a lot of great feedback, got a lot of people who are buying yeah. our coffee. And guys, let me tell you, we've gotten a lot of great stuff coming back. I myself drink the coffee. Adler, you drink the coffee. Of course. So we've got a coffee line. We have. It's my own personal bag. Yeah. Which is today's episode is also brought to you by the one and only, what is this? The Limitless, Limitless Friend. The Limitless Blend. Uh, inspired by Team 24, which, guys, by the way, is that is Adler's platform, 24 hours in a day. We'll talk a little more about that towards the end of this episode. But for right now, guys, we're super excited to be to be here with you. We have grown significantly. We have skyrocketed, and it's only going to go up from here. So we hope that you guys know how much of, a, of an amazing family we have become because of you guys. So we are grateful. We've grown. We're global. And, of course, we're going to continue – Continue the impact that we're generating here in, uh, in t- t- 2022. Yeah. So with that being said, today's topic. Oh, boy. This is going to be quite the risky conversation so, today. One, uh, and just to add context to what we're going to discuss, you know, prior to getting on air, um, you know, Finn and I were um, watching a video and we were just discussing just, you know, um, just relationships in general. And so we had watched this video, and for those of you that know a gentleman by the name of Patrick Bet David, he came up with um, like you know your um, what did, what did he call him? He said um, as your cores, your, your core values, your core values. So he no, said, your, it was the uh, non-negotiables, non-negotiables, the non-negotiables. Yes, the non-negotiables. So he he talked about like you have to have those three non-negotiables, and those three non-negotiables are what allow you uh, to, one, know yourself and to never, you know, cheat yourself, but also allows you to date in this modern day, day and age. Um, and for me personally, um, when I was listening to it, I was just like, you know what, that's riveting. And he, he kind of touched on something where he was just like, you know, if you're for, and he used an example, is... Um, his parents are Christian and they ended up getting divorced and they got a divorce because they have two different mindsets. And he, he talks about mindset is key. So meaning that you have to date somebody who has like that same level of thought or very similar thought process to you 
not necessarily because you need to be the one and the same, but because at your core, that's who you are. And through a course of a lifetime, you'll end up butting heads if you guys don't fundamentally agree at the core. Um, you know, you guys don't have that same like. Non- you don't share the that same uh, the non-negotiable. non-negotiable. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, and you know, a lot of times, obviously, relationships are essential. It makes what it makes us a continuation here, especially for human life. We. We are here, we have relationships, whether they are uh, fundamentally just friendships or they are long-term with the person that you will end up marrying, having children with. That There are a, a multitude of, of amounts of relationships out there. But we want to talk about relationships on a level that I think most people in this day and age do not know really how or may, may think they know how to accommodate, compensate, and also be compatible too. And the reason why we're talking about this today is obviously 2022 is a big year ahead of us, right? We've got a lot of things going on. We've connected with a lot of people this year. We've had a lot of guests on our show. And I, I would say that here with what we do, believing in people, believing in our, what we're doing, uh, relationships are essential. So there's non-negotiables in, in our friendships there's non-negotiables in the, the in our spouse, our future spouse. Mm-hmm. So today, going into that conversation, kind of really just diving into it, I think the first thing I think we should talk about and kind of dive into is that difference of the types of relationships that are out there. I think that we we kind of clump them all together in one and say, oh, yeah, this is a relationship. But what is the definition or the defining point of a relationship, right? Because – my relationship, my relationship that I have with you isn't necessarily the same relationship that I have with Cassandra. Actually, mm-hmm. it is not the same at all. It's definitely not. Hundred percent correct. Guaranteed. <laughs> very far. <laughs> Just, very different. I wasn't sure where you were going. <laughs> no. Well, the, I'm. I'm gonna make a point. I'm gonna make a point here in a second. Okay. So I have friends who are people that I would say I know. Right. The people that I used to hang out with. You grow. You move on. You find new people to spend time. Of course. With. Of course. But there's like. I've learned, and this is just me personally, I have learned that I don't need 10,000 friends. I don't need 10,000 friends and only two and a half inches deep of understanding of a relationship. I can have five friends, 10 friends, and be 10,000 inches deep into the relationship, the friendships that I have. Now, what does that mean? Well, a lot of people have this unrealistic idea that social media friends are their friends. And I will say I used to think that was a thing. And I'm not here to bash anybody. I know that a lot of people do care about their following and understand we do too. But it's separating the reality versus the it becoming more of a following. That's why they have it as following or followers on Instagram. This is why I like that terminology more because these are people that are following or supporting you compared mm-hmm. to having a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I talk to you on a day-to-day basis. I mm-hmm. text you when something's going on. Hey, I'm out about with Cassandra. I'm doing this. Hey, this is what's up. Here's the stocks. This is this. Life is here. Life is there. This is how I'm doing in school. Right? These are the things that we're doing. These are things that we discuss. It's not just like a, hey, I wish you a happy birthday on Facebook, which if you know me, I don't wish people happy birthday on social media. I just feel like it's very, like I'm not bashing people or here to do that, but I'm just saying it's just not my way. And this goes back to a non-negotiable. I'm not going to negotiate the way that I communicate something as important so, as your birthday through a social media platform. Well, the question comes down to like, what are your three non-negotiables? That's like, all right, I can... You know, these three things I will never compromise. I'm unbending. I'm unwielding. I can't do that. Fantastic question. So number one for me for sure and has always been since I gave my life to Christ was having that relationship with God. That is beyond for me. That is like non-negotiable. Your relationship with God is a personal one. I can't dictate it and you can't dictate, dictate mine. But we can come to common grounds and say that we both have a relationship with God. And so that to me is a non-negotiable, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is your relationship with your parents. For me personally, and I guess we're talking about on a spouse level or a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about about, – because when people talk about relationships, they don't really talk about relationships. They talk about relationships like the opposite sex or um, like in a romantic sense. Okay, so I – so we'll – okay. I'll start with the romantic, and then what I'll do is I'll throw you a curveball and ask you about your three non-negotiables with unfriend levels. How's that sound? Can we do that? 
sure. Yeah. Just to toss it around. Yeah, toss I, yeah, I guess, yeah. So number two for me is that relationship with, with, um, with parents, your relationship with parents. Now I understand, of course, viewers discretion. Every person has a different kind of relationship with their family. Understandable. However, for me, it is an essential and important that you have a fantastic relationship with your mom and dad. Why? Because those are the people that you're going to call on when you need help, when you're struggling, when you need a question answered, you're crying and you've got a stressful day. When I got questions about my relationship with Cassandra, which by the way, if you guys haven't figured it out, that's my girlfriend. I've actually called my dad and you know, we have our conversation like, Hey dad, you know, I made this mistake the other day and what can I do to be better? He's like, well, first of all, you probably shouldn't say certain things or embarrass her in target. So why don't you do a, B and C? I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's logical, right? And the reason why I bring this up is because this is a real life event that took place. Cassandra and I both had this conversation. She pulled me aside and said, hey, I don't like the way that this happened. Can we, you know, can you work on not doing that? And, you know, keep your comments to yourself and don't tell me how to spend my money. Absolutely respectful, completely the right way of doing it. And I talked to my dad about, hey, how are ways that I could be a better man? Now you learn as, as we should hope that we learn from those things. So point number two is having your parents really like having that relationship with your family to and be more specific parents because family, sometimes there's family members who are not a huge fan or support of what you're doing or what you think or mm-hmm. how you're going through life. But your parents, that relationship is essential. So f- vice versa for myself, but also for, you know, for Cassandra, which she has a phenomenal relationship with both her mom and dad. Um, and number three, honestly, is your drive. You have to have a level of motivation. What pushes you to get through school? What gets you through your your master's program, which Cassandra, I'm going to use her as an example. Again, she's going through a master's program. What pushes her to be the best that she can possibly be, right? Or what pushes me as Finn to get through EMT school, work crazy hours at the ER, also going through school to be, pursue nursing, right? So it's that drive that grit that push that gets you up in the morning pushes you to the next level and that really right there is very hard to find unfortunately and we you know some people some people are not going to be at the level that i am or at the frequency that i'm thinking and that's okay that's that's respectful because you know what that's what sets us apart that's what gives us a level of uniqueness and if you can find the person that's going to be on that wavelength or beyond your wavelength and i'm 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 pretty most people, and you can you can probably say this yourself, I'm a pretty high frequency kind of guy. And I'm not saying that to say, hey, you're thinking crazy. I'm a tinker, which by the way is a, on air, I'm going to say this. Um, the more and more we've gone on a relationship, Cassandra and I, she agrees with you as far as I'm the tinker. She has officially embraced that. <laughs> so I just wanted to announce that publicly on this on this, on this, on this platform. Yeah. Yep. She has said, you know, she. I remember she goes, she said to me, she goes, you know, the more and more that we go on our relationship, I'm starting to lean and agree with what Heather said about you. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, he's right. I'm like, so, so shout out to Cassandra for that. Shout out to Cassandra. <laughs> but yes, yeah, um, so those are my three. It's your relationship with God, your relationship with your family and your grind, your grits, whatever it is that you pushes you and gets you up out, out of the bed in the morning. So I like that. And that's that's and, and you have to have those things because I think, you know, fundamentally you have to understand yourself. Yeah. Like you had kind of said something earlier which I was like, well, I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't think that I think that understanding or being understood by people it's overrated. And the reason why it's overrated is because you have to understand yourself because at the end of the day, people are going to give you opinions on what they think you should be doing or what they think you could change but at the end of the day it's your shoes your walk your your journey no one else can walk it or run it for you and at the end of the day and i told you this earlier it is your fundamental job to be concerned about your overall well-being nobody's job to come take care of you nobody's job to give you money nobody's job is to do anything for you you're not owed a dang thing and just mind you that it was an example from us running walk slash walking a little bit ago yeah 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 yeah. i uh there was a car coming so you know it's a safe thing to do to walk opposite of the on the opposite side of the vehicle or on the side walking the in the direction of the vehicle against traffic against traffic yes and uh 
you know, there's that rule about pedestrians, you know, they have the right of way. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, sure. So the car from a distance didn't look like it was hopping over and Adler hops over into the grass. And I'm like, well, why are, why are you moving? The car should move. And which is why we're bringing up this point. Yeah. But it's, it's, you're right. And I didn't even really think about it like that. I thought of it as like, just like I'm, I'm walking. Well, right? and you need to watch where you're going. So I know you're on the road, but in a perfect world. People will look out for you, but at the end of the day, unfortunately, because the world, it, how it is and how it's tainted, there's a lot of more. I'm watching out. I'm protecting self. I'm yep. watching for self. So, if God forbid this person would have hit you, they there's no there's nothing saying that they would have stopped. They would, they could have just drove off, kept That's going. That's the assumption that I made that he would and, start or not hit me. And you make this assumption thinking that because ideally this is what things should be. However, I'm talking about what things are. Hmm. So I'm not I'm not saying that you can't have faith that people can change, but at the same time you also have to be protective of yourself. So when I say, hey, Finn, slide over to the side. Oh no, nah, it's their responsibility because we have the right of way. You're right. You're not wrong at all. I'll give you that. However, it's not their responsibility to prioritize my safety. That's true. My safety is under my job to, you know, prioritize it to make sure that it's, uh, um, you know, stay safe. And so I, I just kind of wanted to touch on that because that's something that's uh, I, I think that's super important, and that's part of knowing oneself, understanding who you are, um, and that's part of my core. Like that's part of my core as a person. Um, is it's nobody's responsibility for me to be happy, nobody's responsibility for me to eat, nobody's responsibility to take care of me except for myself. Right. And I have to be willing to take care of myself before I can take care of anyone else to begin with anyway. And when it comes to friends and having friendships, I look at friendships, like I'm always friendly to everybody. Like um, Mm. I look at friendship as kind of like rings, right? You have your outermost ring, where you have like your colleagues, people that yo, you, you work with that you don't really talk to. You, ain't, you don't really have any th- issue with them, but you just, hey, how you doing? Yo, good. Everything's going well. You're yes, present great. for the 12 hours that you're on your shift or whatever job. That's, exactly. that, that's your... That's your. Well, and this, this is why I say they're just um, you know, an acquaintance. That's what it is. It's just, you know, it's somebody that you speak to, but you know, outside of that certain scenario, you don't really speak to. Then on the next level of the circle, you have people that, um, you know, you, you generally, you know, if, in a group setting, you can you know meet up with them and hang out with them, but you never like hang out one on one. And, you know, you just kind of just uh, interact from afar. And then you have that next group where it's just like, all right, hey, you know, we're pretty decently close friends and um, I can share with you some things, but there's certain things I kind of keep like close to the vest because I just, you know, I'm not sure if we're there yet. And then at that inner circle, that, that top tier, the three things that I value the most when it comes to that is loyalty, honesty, and what drives you. Like, those so are my we, three. I feel like we share that. Those are the three things that are, are non-negotiable. I need somebody who I know... Um, loyalty. I'm not saying loyalty in the terms of like you can't have no other friend than me. I'm saying in terms of like, hey, will you back me up when I'm not there? Will if I say, hey, bro, I need you. Will you show up and help me in that sense? If I say, hey, you know, I'm 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 stranded over here at X Y Z. Can you help me out? No. Like you know, if if I have to move. Or, or I need help moving like furniture or something. Can I call you I up? Drive Valdosta, yeah, man. Exactly. Can I call you up and say, "Hey, can you do this for me, please?" I know it's a lot. I appreciate it. Now it's just like, all right. Now it's like, all right. This is a friendship because you're not loyal to just yourself, but you're loyal to us, like you know who we are. So I'm looking out in your best interest, and you're looking out my best interest. All the while understanding that it's still my responsibility to protect me and look at what's in my best interest. Honesty is a huge thing for me as well because I don't want somebody to sit there and lie to me. Not lying in the sense of like being a pathological liar. I'm talking about like if I say, hey, what do you think if I did this? If I ask you, hey, what do you think? I don't ask that question to many people. I don't ask that or present that to a lot of people because I don't care about what a lot of people think. Mm. And I don't think that's mean. I don't think that's harsh. It's just that I prioritize what I think 
more than anyone because opinions of people, it changes. And oftentimes people give you opinions based off of what they think that they can't accomplish themselves. However, when you have that deep bond, that, that inner circle of people that you can say, hey, I need you to be honest with me. I need you to let me know if I'm tripping, if I'm crazy. Like, it, is what I'm saying, does it make sense? No cap, tell me. And No cap. No cap, no cap. Yeah. We, t- we taught um, Finn uh, new slang. I'm a little bit no behind cap. on the no cap. pop culture. And guys. it's not a hat. No cap, for those of you that don't know, means like... You know, truthfully, like honestly, that's what no cap basically means. Anyway, I need to know that you can tell, be legit with me and say, hey, dude, you messed up. And you messed up big time. And here's where you messed up. And after that, that's it. I'm not here to beat you up. I just need to let you know that you messed up here. And nine times out of ten, especially because I'm, I'm trying to become more self-aware of myself, I'll hear it and I'll say, you know what? Because the source of who is coming from, because you're in that inner circle, I take what you say to heart. Now, unfortunately, some people kind of uh, abuse that ability. And when, you, when they abuse that ability, it's just like, all right, I, I just kind of recede back into the background and I don't bring more information to that person anymore. I, I kind of just get like a, a gauge. And I'm, I'm in this like really weird season where it's just like, all right, you know, based off of those first two, I'm, I, I'm cutting the relationship off like immediately. Now the third is what drives you. What drives you is probably, it could be the most important thing. However, I also understand that sometimes you meet somebody and they don't have a goal. So my job as your friend is to be like, all right, so you don't have a goal. What is your goal? Like, what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? And whatever it is that you're passionate about, if it means, hey, being a couch potato and sitting on the couch like a sack of potatoes for 13, 14 hours, then dude, be the best couch potato that you can ever freaking be. But if you want to become uh, you know, a business owner, and my question is going to be like, all right, if you want to become a business owner, then be the best business owner that you possibly could ever be. And that means starting you can't just talk about it. You got to be willing to be like, all right, let me put in the work. Let me put in the time. Let me put in the effort. Like the classic tell for me, like whenever I, I know that like I'm over somebody is when I keep bringing up, hey, this is what's your, this is, this was your goal. This was your goal. This was your goal. And when you just like, ah, yeah, I'm going to just push it off to next year and push it off to next year. At a certain point, I just stop asking. I just stop asking. I just let it just be. Because I can't, I, I can't, I don't even feel comfortable sharing my goals with you at this point. Because now, you aren't driven. I'm driven. And now I'm sharing these goals with you. What are you going to say? Well, it's, it's kind of, it comes down to like this example that reminded me of his name. Patrick was saying on his video. Patrick Bet David. Yes. He made a very, very good uh, analogy or an example that he used with his parents. And I'm just going to kind of piggyback on what you were saying earlier. Uh, yes, his parents did separate, right? They separated, but they didn't separate because they were Christian. They separated because <clears throat> his mother was more focused on, she was, she was more focused on. So she basically hate rich people and thought that rich people abused their powers yes, in, and then, in life. And, and, and the dad basically wanted to try to get riches and wealth so that way he can provide for his family and they could live comfortably correct so fundamentally at the core they both were butting heads. butting heads consistently because they don't have the same fundamental belief he's trying to get into a crowd that she hates yes and you you're supposed to say i love this man it's impossible and you but you create this uh you create I don't want to say your enemy, but you build up in long in the long term. Like she was, she was starting to see more and more of what he didn't like. So, I I believe that when it comes down to the relationships, the people that we interact with, there are friends that I've used to hang out with, and uh, in that season, it made sense to spend the time with them. You know, it made sense that we were running around. Excuse me, we were running around on the golf cart, and you know, doing you know what, what boys would do. But that's that's the that's the key. As you transition from boy to man, girl to woman, Just child to adult, child to adult, your yeah. priorities, your adult, they shift. Your, they shift. So the problem is, I think, in a lot of our generation now, is that people are going from child to adolescent, and they don't realize that there is a child to become an adult. Being an adolescent is not being an adult, though they sound 
very identical. I feel like the adolescent <clears throat> is that middle ground, that gray area that we always talk about, whether it's uh, in healthcare or any job, really, there's always that 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 middle ground, that gray space. But being an adolescent, you're in a transitionary time frame. It's a, it's a season of learning. And I feel like being as an adult, you're going to always encounter seasons of learning. And especially when we come down to the root core relationships that we we encounter on a day-to-day basis. So, for example, you know, we're talking about this the three non-negotiables, you know, something that I recognize in you is the things that you non-negotiate are things that you've actually embraced within you. You've had my back multiple times, but you didn't just have my back for just those times. You've had to have a level of loyalty or a level of standard of honesty for yourself. You are loyal to other people, just like you want others to be loyal to you, you have done the very same. So you reap what you sell. So I think in relationships, it's not a one-way street. People hear that all the time. It's not a one-way street. That's absolutely right. Obviously, here in a lot of places, you see four-way streets now because it's, or two-way streets with four lanes, I should say. But when you really cut down to the level of understanding, right, what makes, what makes a relationship a relationship? You know, because three years ago, I was a transporter. Mm -hmm. I picked Mm -hmm. up a patient. Where in that very moment, you know, and and we don't have to go into detail like crazy because we've talked about it before. But just to give an example, I simply was a coworker. You know, I was somebody, not even that. I was like in a completely different department just transporting some patients and we just chit-chatted and and somewhere along the way, there's a transition there's from that tra- coworker to, to all right, yeah, yeah, okay, this guy's cool, He's, yeah. So you yeah. you transition in those time frames. We all experience them, but can we highlight them? So where was that for you? Like it doesn't have necessarily have to be from like your you and I's relationship or friendship. It could be really anybody's or any relationship that you've encountered. How would you? How would you explain that to somebody? Like how I, I just I, I like to know these things because it is interesting that you can have acquaintances and it's the same way we talked about love. There's well, different kinds of love that we have for people. It's growth. I mean, like, you know, you, you go from like working with a stranger and then, you know, thinking that she's pretty. And then all of a sudden you're just like, yo, I got to ask her out. You ask her out. She says yes. And now you guys are intertwining and living and working around each other and growing together and changing together. So you're, you're constantly exposing yourselves to one another and you guys are building and turning into the people that you're inevitably going to become. Right. And so like, that's the same thing. It's just like, you know, we, we, you and I started off as just coworkers. So you are in that outer circle. Right. And so as we continued, like, you know, interacting close, like day by day, it was one day, it was just like, hey, do you want to be a part of my podcast? And I said, you know what? Yeah, sure. You're still an acquaintance, but I was like, yeah, that doesn't bother me. And so we did the, we did the podcast. And then you said that, um, you know, that was one of the better ones that, we, um, that you had at the time. It was actually the best one and, I had. And so you were just like, all right. So we can, like, you, at that point, you identified before I did the, the chemistry, right? And so... Um, you know, as we like, I think there's one day we went and had coffee. We sat there and we went from talking about, you know, just goals, aspirations to just life, past experiences. And it went from, you know, meeting up at six, seven o'clock to, you know, we ended up talking for, you know, three, four hours, leaving close to like one o'clock in the morning yeah, and then going home and being like, all right, well, hey, he's, he's pretty cool. And at that point, you just moved into the next step. And it's like, OK, so now we're we're closer friends. And then so, you know, constantly recording and, and spending time. Like, if you hate somebody, you can't spend as much time as, like, we have spent in the past, like, I guess three years, yeah, like, three together. Because if you don't, like, actually have, like, some some form of friendship, then it, I don't think that it's going to work. Like, you can have a, a working relationship, but I think especially when it comes to, like, a podcast, you have to have that, like, that authentic, all right, this is my buddy. This is my pal. It'd and just be awkward if I feel it like would, it'd be awkward yeah, if we course. didn't have that, like in, in that level of friendship. Because, like, imagine calling me and then you being like, "Oh my god, Cassandra made me cry." I'm like, all right, well, good luck, buddy. You know, take care. You'd be like, "What? What? <laughs> I thought we were friends." <laughs> yeah. No, it's 
That 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 would be that would be really weird, actually. That'd of course, weird. exactly. And so, like, and and that's why I'm saying, like, you 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 have to have those core foundations. When you develop those core foundations, um, the, those are who you are, and that way you never deviate from who you are. You have things that you're willing to compromise and work on, but there's those three. For me, I'm gonna try to develop it five things that you just don't compromise, and. As long as you follow those things, I think that you'll, you'll you know, go far in life. So I want to actually take a like a quick, like a little, take a little quick exit and just kind of come back full circle to what we were talking about in the start. Like you had asked me the three non-negotiables, and I kind of went straight for the romantic aspect. Mm-hmm. So I do want to touch on what my non-romantic non-negotiables are. Okay. Because obviously, I spend a lot of time with people who are striving for success, but I also mentor and teach and and communicate with people who are looking to become better. I mean, that's essentially, I'm not here to, it's kind of, I I forget who it was. Was it, uh, was it, it was a Dre or I think it was Shaq. It was the, or even Dylan. It was one of our most recent episodes. We were chit-chatting about the whole concept. Like if I'm succeeding, I want you to join me. I want you to come with me. I want you, I'm, I'm, it's not leaving the brother behind or the sister behind and, and bringing them to with, like, if I know I can do this, you can do it too. I'm going to make sure you come with me. Right. I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Of course. So, I want to kind of come full circle and just touch base and I'm not going into much detail, but just kind of touch base on the five or the three non-negotiables for me. So I'm not going to, I don't want to do identity theft and take the three that you had, but I will say that I will start with the last one, which is the, um, the, the, the drive. drive, the drive. Yeah. That's number one. Um, so for me personally, it's, it's the, it's an org, the level of, it's an organic, the organic approach um, it, and when I say organic approach, I mean, there's, it's a kind of like an umbrella term for me. And that just states that there's like the two that you had mentioned, which is the honesty and loyalty. It's, it's part of who you are. That, that to me is a huge part. If you are honest, you're a loyal person. Yes. Right. You also respect yourself and you respect other people. That's really, really important. Those kind of fall underneath the authentic organic aspect of who you are. It's a characteristic. So that right there being you number two, uh, which is the second one, right? Is essentially um, living, living your life, knowing who you are and that when you leave this earth, you've had some kind of impact. So it's, it's, it's the, I don't really know what the best word is for that, but I guess living in your purpose, if you have a a purpose, right, that you're living in your purpose, that to me is a significant non-negotiable because if you're living purposefully, if you're living with some kind of it all kind of comes back down to this direction, it's a directional thing, navigational aspect for me. Um, because when I was struggling and going through my rough moments, personal from a personal perspective, mm-hmm. I had I leaned on a lot of people, and I leaned on some of the wrong people. I leaned on some right people. I leaned on myself. I leaned on nobody. And those, I will tell you, leaning on yourself and leaning on nobody was scary, but you depended on leaning on somebody. So whether they were good or bad, or if they were doing bad things or doing good things, um, it just kind of made you it made you question which way do you go. Yeah, and so I'm very grateful coming back for full circle that I have established those core values because I do spend time with people who are striving forward, right? And navigating towards a success, navigating towards better relationships, navigating for self growth. You know, they always ask you in the interviews, you know, at your job, like, what are your strengths or your weaknesses? And I always tell people there's always room for opportunity. There's always an opportunity for you to become better at being you. Yeah. And I really do believe that that is applicable to self growth as well as in the relationships that we deal with from day to day, whether it's our romantic ones or friendships. Well, but here's... No, go ahead. Sorry. No, well, and, and so and just to piggyback on what you're discussing as far as like self-growth or um, just growth in general, right? Mm-hmm. Growth is not... Like if you think about it, growth is not a pleasant thing. It's a very um, complicated uncomfortable feeling uncomfortable place like as a child as you're growing and your muscles begin to elongate yeah, right growing pains you're going growing pains that's what they're called they hurt you're sore you're you know you're achy everywhere it happens that's part of you know growing up and so you understand that as a kid your body has a lot of work to do in order to develop into a full-size adult human being and right. I think that's the part that gets neglected the most is in anything that you're doing, especially when it comes to relationships, you have to put work, time, and effort into it. 
and those are things that those are things that come free but are so so expensive the cost is so expensive because if you don't put your time and energy in the right person then you know they're take like it's like literally just taking all the goods and just like all right thank you appreciate it see you later and they're out bye yeah you know so and so you have to be like and this is the one thing that i've learned as far as like um just relationships in general you have to restrict it you have to restrict the accessibility meaning that you can't make yourself accessible to just anyone at any point at any time you have to limit the amount of accessibility and what this does what this does is it it doesn't allow you to fall um prey into you know somebody else's opinions on things you know it it also helps limit um keeping bad um, bad energy or negativity bad juju. yeah well yeah it it keeps the other ones at like arm's length and then you know you can you know go to your core people and you can you know ask for advice and do whatever but you have to limit the accessibility not everybody is allowed to um have access to you so unless you have a membership at Sam's Club you can't just go into Sam's Club Sam's Club is only limited to members and members only and the only way that you can become a member is by paying the fine and so like the fine so to speak with my friendship is that now i already know that you're loyal i know that you're going to be honest to me if i need if i need to ask you questions and then you also have a drive so that is the fee so to speak for my friendship and so once i get that all right now you have accessibility so if you say hey i need to talk right now i'm going to stop but if it's just some somebody else that i i consider a colleague or acquaintance why am i going to spend this time to hear you out because not not to be mean because you know at the end of the day i, I have my core people these are my core people that i got to like save this spot is reserved for somebody else i have a question and i and okay. i don't know if this is going to be like whack but be prepared all right, so let's go. we have. I, I mentioned early in the beginning of this of this episode, I had kind of brought up social media, right? We had kind of talked about how, unfortunately, there's like this thought process that it's superficial. I feel like social social media has very has made actual friendships and dating, and there's a lot of apps out there, right? We we all kind of access them at one point of our life, maybe at some point, who mm. knows? But it's made everything in that realm so much more accessible. Do you feel like social media has had a, a negative or a positive influence on how we as humans have interacted with others to have the the more abundant and more, you know, deeper relationships mm. uh, compared to the superficial, what I see you on Instagram looks great, but it's really inside you're depressed and you're anxious and you're feeling, feeling, feeling suicidal or I go on your Facebook page and you're like smiling all happy and slappy and stuff, but you're really deep down inside. You just lost your job. You're getting divorced and you're, you're, you're drinking heavy because you're escaping. Do you feel like social media has had an, a negative or a positive influence on the way that we as humans interact with another in relationships? So um, I'm going to use an example, right? Okay. I love Marvel movies. And usually I can gauge if I'm going to like a Marvel movie based off of the um, preview or the um, trailer. The trailer. And uh, trailer. you have to have the, you take these trailers, you look at them and you say, you know what, this is interesting. I'll watch it. I'll commit the time to it. And in regards to what you're saying, it's the, it's the same concept. It's like, all right, so social media is just a trailer for every person's life. It's going to show you the best parts, the most action, the most touching, the most trying. Like, it's going to be so beautiful. But the truth is that's only part of the actual film. But what if you know the person? Because I know people, on, I mm -hmm. know, I follow, and I have a following, but I know people that I interact daily on social media, but mm -hmm. I actually know them in my personal life. Where does that now fall under? Because you can have that you can have that viewpoint of somebody based off of the, what they've posted, right? Which is unfortunate because. Well, I thought your question was more so is like, do you feel like it's it's ruined relationships? I thought that was like your okay. Question. I guess yes, initially yes. So, so I'll stick to if, that. But if I will, like, yeah, because it sounds like it's it's changing a little bit. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. But so if we're talking about just from a relationship standpoint, you can watch Johnny and Susie Q. 
They're so cute. Look at Johnny and they're taking all these pictures and they're, they're traveling the world and it looks like they're having so much fun. But guess what? Johnny and Suzy Koo just broke up. <gasps> oh my God, I can't believe they broke up. I, I thought they were perfect. And the, only, the whole entire time not realizing that, you know, Johnny may have lost his job and they kept on arguing about money. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Susie might have moved back to, you know, her parents' house because she had to go take care of them. There's so many different things that we don't know. We only get to see what they allow us to that's see. That's true. That's true. So that's true. you only, like in Instagram, social media, all these things have not necessarily ruined relationships, but it's created this unimaginable high precedent that is unobtainable for any human being. So you're trying to keep up with, oh, well, you know, this is what cute couples do on Instagram. So you're, you're, you're trying to, you know, take the pictures, do the cute, the cute selfies and do all these things. But the truth is you can't keep up with everybody else. And if you're trying to keep up with other people, then that's a game that you're going to guarantee lose every single time mm-hmm. because you'll never feel like it's enough. You never feel satisfied. You never feel like you've done enough for it to be exactly what it is. And not every relationship is going to be the same. It's individualized. It's unique. It's special. So you have to you have to understand like social media. It's it's here to stay. It's going to be here. The next thing that's going to come up is this metaverse stuff. All of it's already here. So the question comes down to this: How do you have a successful relationship? And to me, the only thing that keeps ringing in my head over and over again is you have to put in the work. The grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it at. And you have to spend the time actually working on a relationship for it to become successful. You can't expect to be like, all right, hey, we're like Beyonce and Jay, but never work, never talk, never discuss things, never pick each other's brains, never get humbled by the person. You have to have you know, all of those things well, in order to have a successful which relationship. Which is why I, I, maybe I, I, I kind of extended the question, and, and it's for flexing it, I should say, since I got to be able to pop culture, flexing the question a little bit. But the reason why I said it is because, unfortunately, and I do believe, I didn't have a lot of access to social media as a child. Even my middle age, my middle middle school years, and even high school. I bought my first phone. I had my first Instagram and Facebook account when I was 18 years old, okay? The reason why I bring this up is because I do think that the next generation that's coming up they're not going to have the same values and principles for our relationship oh, no. as you and I do no, 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 because no. it's become more accessible. It's cheapening. It's cheapening it's, relationships. And that's just my personal opinion because we are able to say that swipe left, swipe right. It's easy. Well, it's and, easier. You don't have you, – you, how do you know that with that swipe, that swipe left that you made? Not that I'm trying to dig deep into the swipe left, swipe right situation. It's just one of those examples that I read on often and I see people post on stuff. And it's the truth. It's, it's, it's that you have – it's easier now to say no or yes indirectly to somebody because, again, it goes back to what you said. They're not wanting to put the work into it. If it requires them to do something, take three steps, it's too much. Relationships require work. Relationships require work. I think that, like, you know, like, situations like your parents have been married for quite some time. My parents have been married for 30-plus years. Um, those are few and far between. And the way that relationships are, are formatted now, it's what can you do for me? Yeah. And so that's why I say you have to create that limit, that accessibility, is because if you make yourself accessible to anyone and everyone, then everyone's just taking, taking, taking constantly till there's nothing left. So you have to be selfish with your time. And you have to be like, you know what? Hey, you know, my time is a form of currency. I can't give this time to you. I'm okay. I got to keep it moving. But in those other moments, you got to be like, all right, hey, my time is a form of currency. But hey, you seem like it's worth the time. So I'm willing to do whatever I have to do in order to make this work. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that don't have that train of thought. It gets hard. They want to get out. Like your, your tolerance. It's easier to, your, to it's, escape. Your tolerance for pain is nothing. And you're sitting there and you're just like, man, you know, this, this, is, this is my 15th relationship and nobody ever really wants me. And the truth is, it's not that nobody ever really wants you. It's just... When is the last time you actually fought for it? Or when was the last time you wanted to wanted yourself? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people don't want themselves enough. And it kind of goes, there's, we're not here to teach religion, but biblically speaking, 
It says love your neighbor as yourself. You have to love you. You have to take care of you first. And it goes right back to what you said in the beginning, which was the whole concept of you have to know what you want. You got to discipline yourself to know what is it that you want to do with your life, right? It's essentially, I think, well, what is his name? Patrick. I keep wanting to call him Ken. Patrick, Patrick. Bet David. He said it earlier, like very well. And I love that we are hopping on this today, this conversation, because it does give us it gives me perspective. It makes me think about my relationship with Cassandra. How have we gotten here to five months? I could tell you that the first day that we hung out, we were putt putt golfing. Like people think that's cheesy. And she beat you. She did, but I got her back with bowling, so we're still one for one. Yeah, but but she, she crushed you. Like she did. She slammed that. me. She she quite literally <laughs> slammed me in the putt putt. And I, and I went in there with a with a big head, thinking I I was going to take her out on on the putt putt golf uh, field. But the point that I'm saying is, is that I've learned a lot about myself. I've actually been humbled <laughs> by just the and I and yes, it's the first five months. Sure, it's five months. Let's see where I will be in five months, uh, five years. But what I'm saying is, guys, for the young people out there, the young adults that are out there seeking for a relationship and are looking and actively want to grow. And really, this is for anybody because there's people who I know that are older than uh, and they're, they're in their 30s or 40s and their 50s that still are trying to seek that part. But you know what? Is it seeking a relationship or are you seeking yourself? Are you learning about you? I think that's the constant question that we ask ourselves. Am I actually ready? No one's ne- no one's actually ever ready to be no in a relationship. No, no one, one is ready to to say, "Hey, I'm ready to date." You compromise. You just do because that's exactly you. That's compromise. really what it is. Like, and like that's the the most authentic one, right? Like, so if you're dating intentionally, then obviously this doesn't apply to you. But in the scenario that you're in, and I feel like this is the scenario for most people. Is usually when you meet the the person that you end up marrying, you had no intention of like actually just being like, "Hey, I want to get married to you." It was more of like, oh, okay, I met this person, and then authentically things begin to you know coordinate themselves, and it just t- turns out it's like, hey, you know what, let's hang out outside of this space, or let's hang out and let's get a chance to know each other on a personal level, mm. and getting that personal time. So that's technically, again, if you think about it at the core, getting that personal time and spending time, that's work. Yeah. That's putting time in together. That's put it and time on the schedule. Exactly. You choose a day. Exactly. And you're developing habits that will be the foundation for your relationship from this point on. And that is the probably, like, as long as you you get into those type of situations, then you will always continue to grow because you're interacting, you're growing together, and you're spending that quality time. I know quality time is a, a love language, which we discussed on a previous episode, but quality time, honestly... It doesn't matter what level language you're at. You have to have that quality time. Like that individual time to be like, all right, yo, we're spending time together. Whether it be talking, uh, cooking, just watching TV. Just time together so that way you guys can form those bonds. There's bonds. There's bonding. Exactly. It's uh, it's definitely something that, um, like I said, in, in, in just to kind of – I like – you. it's the first time in my entire life I've ever really been able to actually create examples from a positive, very healthy, deep relationship with a woman. This is the first time in my entire life I've actually ever able to do this and actually That's be confident man. enough to even That's talk beautiful. about it on air. That's beautiful. So it's, it's very different. It's very humbling to be able to do that. And the reason I share it is I'm very happy with Cassandra. You know, I'm very happy with just the way that God has really placed us in our life. Like we cross paths for a reason. And it's interesting because for a while we both kind of looked – and we we had we had acknowledged each other. We liked each other, but we weren't really sure if either one of us liked the other or the other person would like us. I was like, "There's no way. I am too hyper. My frequency of energy, my my level of thought processes are going to probably be too overwhelming for her. My opinions and thoughts and certain things are going to probably throw her off." But at the same time, I realized, you know what? We still have common goals. She's driven. She pushes to be best at who she is. And those are parts, it goes right back to the core values. It goes right back to that core mm. non-negotiables. She has non-negotiables. We've actually, without even really, prior to watching our video today that we were watching here in the living room, honest to God, we both unintentionally, kind of like semi-consciously talked about our non-negotiables without even really thinking about putting a label on it, which Patrick Bet, Bet David. I'll get it by the end of this episode. Patrick Bet David. Correct. Okay. 
Patrick didn't really actually bet David. His name is Patrick Bet David. Oh, my gosh. I had to. Throw one in for there. Well, um, thank you guys uh, so much just for sitting down and just getting a chance to listen to us and um, interact with us. We appreciate you. We appreciate the the um, the year that we've had and the growth that we um, aspire and continue to develop um, for the Best You Nation and to continue producing content for you guys. Um, we hope that you guys had a wonderful, amazing Christmas full of life, love, and laughter, and tons of family. And if for some reason you were by yourself, just understand that regardless of where you're at right now, whether you're depressed, whether you're sad, whether you're going through something, remember this will pass. So if you're going through an amazing, wonderful time, then understand, cherish, relish those moments because it will pass. And if you're going through a trying, traumatic experience right now, keep your head up. Keep moving forward. Your time is coming soon. And I know that you probably haven't heard it, but you are cared for and loved, at least by us. That's right. With that being said, guys, we appreciate you. It's been a phenomenal year. We're super grateful to to come back around and uh, be able to to have another successful year. There's one more thing I think, Adler, you wanted to mention. We were going to talk about in the beginning, but we wanted to talk about our giveaway. We have four oh. more episodes. In, in other yes, words, four yeah, more yeah. weeks until we are we have reached our 100th episode of The Best You Nation. Um, so, Adler, take it away, man. I know you so were going to talk about it. Basically, we're going to give you a um, – I talked about it last episode. There's going to be a box that you can win with, and I will give only a hint. There's a box – of just stuff, things that we have for the best you nation. But most important, there's a $100 gift card that's on the line, okay? And um, it's, 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 some serious, it's some serious prizes, actually. Um, so we definitely would love to have everybody participate, but only one will win, unfortunately. So though you have to get in in order to win. Yeah, so... Basically, real quick, if you guys, if you follow us on Instagram, awesome. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, it's free, costs nothing. But here's the deal. What you're going to do is if you, uh, there's, oh gosh, there's four, we're going to do four questions, okay? We're going to do four questions that we're going to ask on Instagram, and it's going to be on our story. Yep. If you get all the questions right, you'll get two additional name, I guess, names into the, into our drawing. What was the, I forget the first one. The, which one? To get the box. There's one, there's the major one, and then we we're adding the questions. Well, so um, the, the, in, order, oh, yes. in order to get the box, you have to be able to buy the best brew coffee. Just buy um, a cup of joe or even a shirt. Just anything that you want to do just to kind of help support us. And so when you do that, you take a picture of it, and then you um, put us on Instagram, uh, tag us on Instagram, and then we put your name in a raffle. And then Finn's going to come up with some fun questions to ask you guys, which depending on if you participate or if you win, it might give you a higher chance to win um, in the raffle. We'll yes. add a couple names to you. That's right. So $100 gift card or of, of some kind of something, $100, $100 two gift bags card. of coffee. No, no, no. no. Wait, no. Oh, don't tell them. Darn. Oh, I already. Oh, oh. Hey, hey. Oh, oh. We're going to keep y'all guessing. It's going to be a bag of just stuff. Okay. Don't worry about what we're going to give you. Just know that there's a $100 gift card attached to it, and then the rest will be a surprise. Anyway. I'm too excited. I'm going to end it on that note. We appreciate <laughs> oh you. Have a wonderful, blessed New Year's. Stay safe, guys. We love you. Bye-bye.